But let's get to the teams that uh, needed some running backs. I was not shocked that Brees Hall did not go in the first round. I've been saying that this whole time. Nobody drafts running backs in the first round. Like you have to be someone who is going to be like a three down back right out the shoot. And that's not going to be Brees Hall, especially not to the Jets. But I do love the landing spot. I've been saying sell Michael Carter forever because Brees Hall is definitely going to be a thorn in the side of Michael Carter uh, managers. That's for sure. Oh yeah, rest Michael in Carter. peace. Rest in He's peace. Still to like Michael a deeper Carter league, dynasty right? managers. <laughs> yeah, for dynasty, yes. But I'd say like in deeper leagues and redraft, like fourteen teams type shit. Like Michael Carter's gonna be a guy on people's bench. That's for sure. You know what I mean? Yeah, good, yeah. good handcuff. You know, if something would happen to Brees, hopefully not. Man, we don't want our rookie running backs getting hurt. But I mean, if something would, then Carter, yeah, he'd be back to being in the RB two mix. Now for a Brees Hall for redraft, okay. I mean, you see guys like CEH. I mean, they get he gets drafted in the first round, 32nd overall. But the hype is there to where he's a first rounder in redraft, second rounder in redraft, you know, at the latest. But then you see a guy like Jonathan Taylor. He's drafted in the second round of the NFL draft, but he's like a four to six or let's say three to six round pick in super flex redraft league. Just literally for being a round two guy. Brees Hall. The return of the Mac was still there at that point. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he was. Michael Carter's is still here right now amongst all the other. Well, they got like five running backs right now. That yeah. Yeah. Is that LaFleur to LaFleur's younger brother deal? So they, yeah. they normally run a committee. Mm-hmm. I mean, but, uh, I mean it's, it's the Shanahan thumbprint. Where do you think Brees Hall, Spencer, we'll kick it to you first. Where do you think Brees Hall is going to get drafted in rookie, or no, where do you think he's going to get drafted in redraft, and where would you be comfortable taking him in a redraft league? Okay, okay. I would say, shoot, and as long as it's, you know, in, in, in super flex, I would say mid to late second and in, in single QB, I'd go as high as early second. You know, I don't think I'd go quite first because with the, with the quarterbacks, I mean, not the quarterbacks, the shoot, I lost my train of thought there. <laughs> I would say, I, I guess, because, well, because of the system with the, well, yeah, with Zach Wilson not being legit and stuff, it's just like, I don't know how good the offense is going to be in New York in year one for Breeze. So I don't, I don't know if he'll get enough red zone opportunities to be worth a first rounder, but I definitely think he gets a good amount of volume there by being a guy that can do it on all three downs. So with that being said, I think he's he's worth. I'd say in any, he's a second rounder for me in redraft. I'll I'll put it at that. Bogey, where do you think Brees Hall will be drafted in redraft leagues, and then where is the highest that you will pull the trigger on him? In a single QB, I probably grab him in like the two three turnaround. He's probably not going to be there, so I won't have him. But I'm yeah, saying yeah, he because, won't be there. <laughs> I'm saying that because man, it's like. I remember when Le'Veon Bell went to the Jets. And mind you, this that was a totally different team. But, like, I was just like, I'm not, I'm just not fucking with that in, in the back of the first or, or on that one-two turnaround. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it's. Yeah, I'm not. Yeah, definitely not fucking with it in the back of the first. It's, I probably won't get any much either because I, I guarantee you the, the hype beasts are going to push his ADP up there. Like, the defenses really, to me, dictate success of the run game, obviously, right? And like, if it's it's up to you to think whether or not the Jets' defense is going to be, you know, what I mean, winning games with low scoring, and you know, what I mean, because that's just going to go hand in hand with the run game. And 
and you, you have to, you have to believe that Zach Wilson's taking a step forward. That way you can, you know, extend drives, you know what I mean? And get into scoring positions or else like, you don't want those running backs. You know what I mean? And it's like, is Michael Carter going to get the, the passing work early? Cause it is going to be maybe not so much a committee, but a time, a timeshare. I mean, even if it's, I, I have it being like a 70, 30 timeshare, but like, could you imagine if this team is still the Jets? They're going to be in a lot of hurry-up situations. Maybe it is more Michael Carter. Same way when they were figuring it all out as rookie head coaches, you know what I'm saying? Uh, Sala and then a rookie OC and uh, Mike LaFleur, you know what I'm saying? They had Ty Johnson in there like a motherfucker, you know what I mean? He was like the passing down guy, you know what I'm saying? So I I, I can see Michael Carter being that guy, you know what I mean? I, I think eventually as the year progresses, we'll see Brees Hall you know, utilizing all three downs, you know what I'm saying? But he's still a rookie too. So yeah, that's, I mean, that's I, true. Bogey. I'm glad you, you kind of, you kind of tell, I'd say mid second now for me, I don't early second. I mean, that's a too high. I think mid second is where I would in, in, in super flex in super flex second, third turn. So I think both of you guys are fucking insane. Okay. I would. I think he's going to get drafted in the second or the third. Like that's where I think he's going to get drafted. I hope he's drafted in the third. I'd love to have him in the third. I mean, super flex league. I mean, that's what I'm talking about. Like, super oh flex yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that's for damn show. Yeah, third, that's third for round. damn show. But I think, in even in super flex leagues, there's going to be guys who are hyped on him. I'm not touching him unless it's between the fourth and the sixth. And even the fourth, I mean, it'd have to be a late fourth. I'm telling you, Huss, this dude's legit. I mean, I know the Jets are not, or the Jets, but I mean, this well, Brees Hall kid is the real deal. We're talking redraft, so that's why I'm saying I wouldn't touch him before then, because I'd rather have, I, I would just rather have other guys before him. I, I'd rather have some wide receivers, you know, before him. I'd rather take my second QB, you know, before him. Like, I'd things have like Joe that. Mixon. Yeah, yeah, I'd rather I, mix and yeah, well, I think mix. Yeah, I think be people a, are gonna take him be, over mixing could be I'm a first this. round pick this year. I don't think so, man. Maybe early second. There's gonna be some crazy, he'd probably be a guy that gets pushed down because, like, there might be a crazy asshole that starts bringing up Kenneth Walker, like, I've been to the third round, too. Like, you know, there's, I mean, let, let, let's get to Kenneth Walker then in that sense. Go like, ahead, shout it I out. Think his, number 40, I think his number 41 pick to the Seahawks. I think his situation. For redraft, you know, it's arguably better than Brees Hall because he's, you know, what I mean, yeah. I, I don't think I don't fear no Rashad Penny or and you know Chris Carson's probably never going to play again. Yeah, you know what I mean, for like, me, Kenneth Walker is the one hundred and one, and I feel like a lot of it, it, it's all about the path to being the workhorse. And who's going to have a workhorse? Is the Jets going to have a workhorse or the Seahawks going to have a workhorse? Like I feel like Pete Carroll and his old senile ass. He's all mm -hmm. about having a workhorse. Going off the defense, we already know what their QB situation is all about right now. They're going to be running the ball a lot. Chris Carson's always hurt. Rashad Penny, I mean, shit, he's always hurt. Ken yep. Walker. DJ Dallas, Travis Homer, they ain't shit. <laughs> None of them. <laughs> and Kenneth Walker, I mean, a lot of people were saying that he was the best, like, pure runner, you know, in the in the draft. I mean, Brees Hall's just, he's a little bit more. He's no juggernaut. Exactly. Well, yeah, well, the reason I'm pretty high on Brees Hall is because of the PPR upside you get with Brees Hall. I think Brees Hall could easily catch 50 balls as a rookie. And where Kenneth Walker, he ain't catching no 50 balls, but he'll definitely be, Here's I think, a thousand-yard rusher. Me, hold on, Bogey, don't Jack do it. Don't, don't steal it from me. Don't steal it from me. Okay. okay. The person that we that he's that's going to be throwing him the ball 
I don't know if you guys have ever seen this play. I'm gonna go find it because yeah. we talk about it a lot. One Zach of his, Wilson, man. One of yeah, Zach Wilson's really biggest bonehead that. plays was him trying to pass the ball. He's looking right at he, the player too. He hit Ty Johnson right. He was in the back of the dome, right in the back, right in the back. <laughs> Zach Wilson is horrible. And Mike White was the, the one. It was the great white hope. White Mike himself was <laughs> the one tagging the, the running back. So I'm hoping Zach Wilson learned that. That's another thing. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Because yeah. then, then, then you throw in the Carter variable. You know what I mean? Where I probably would rather have Walker just, you know what I mean? I'm still not paying no second or third round for Walker neither, though. No. Uh-uh. You know what I mean? Walker is someone I bet. Like I remember I'm a couple single of QB too, because I know most people like traditionally they you know what I mean. You guys bring up single QB, I'll bring up uh super flex because in a super flex league, guys like Kenneth Walker. I mean, shit, I remember a couple years ago getting Antonio Gibson in the ninth round of a super flex league. You know, like I mean, just crazy shit can happen with these rookie running backs. There's some leagues where your league mates aren't going to be super high on drafting rookie running backs in a redraft leagues. That's what we're talking about. One year, you mm-hmm. know, leagues. So Kenneth Walker is going to be a guy maybe drafted sixth, seventh round, like in these super flex leagues. That's going to be good, good value. There's going to be some dumbasses that. that go in for Penny first for show too. Oh yeah. <laughs> I'm serious. Yeah. That, that, Penny that, might dude. be a third, fourth rounder in, oh, uh, in super flex. Oh my God. I know I tried to I tried to defend Penny in our last one of our last videos, but I can't defend that. That's fucking insane. Penny is just he ain't gonna last, man. Walker's gonna steal his job within the first month. He's gonna he's he's gonna he's a walk on. (laughs) (laughs) Well, Penny is yeah, Penny. Yeah, he's gonna walk and lose his job. He's gonna walk off the cliff, and then Walker's gonna be like, "I got this." Penny takes the workhorse, bitch. (laughs) So. If I mean, is Brees Hall your guys' is unanimous one on one in Dynasty? I still would take him. Yeah, yeah, I still would. Too. It's because of the all around ability. I, I mean, he's got the ability. Yeah, he's like, the better, he like I, I like him as a talent like better than Ken Walker. Yeah. Like, and what and, about and like, even in Superflex? Right, like you're picking Brees Hall over Pickett. Oh I mean, who, yeah, for what sure. What quarterback I'd, I'd take Walker take? over Pickett? I just I don't I don't think the Steelers are gonna let Pickett really unleash it. They're gonna be yeah, the Seahawks didn't pick a quarterback, right? I don't think no, they, they did. didn't. They didn't. Yeah. So see that that's another thing too, is like they have to figure that out. Like, I mean, if, if it's a Drew if it's lock, I do like that Drew Lock has these two weapons with, with Lockett and, and Metcalf to take the top off, but I'm I mean, because you still gotta kind of play honest, right? If you're a defense, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. I mean, you can't just all the way stack the box. So I guess I guess maybe you know what? I'll I'll take Walker. I'll take Walker one on one. Pete, man, Pete Carroll's got to be senile. The fact that he's going into this. After oh, he's senile. Drew right. Locke is his core. Yeah, he, he's he got to be senile. I, I'm sold now. He's, get he's, better, bro. he's been, he's he's been old and senile. So for me, I mean, Walker is the 101. Brees Hall is the 102. And then we start getting into other running backs who we don't know how far they will fall. So the third rookie RB drafted was James Cook. Went to the Bills. Number six like overall. And then they traded up, traded. Uh, that was with the trade with the Bengals to get him. I'm not sold on James Cook. And I think if, I mean, he's a back end, I mean, end of the second round, you know, I think the way that they were using Singletary last year, I, I just really think that Singletary is still going to be the guy. I think that it's Zach Moss who really takes the hit with, with Cook coming over there. I think with Cook, yeah, he's going to see, well, yeah, Moss is irrelevant now. 
He's he's gonna be out of the picture. He I don't even think he'll make the final roster because they also brought in Duke Johnson this offseason. So what I'm yeah. thinking with Cook though, I I really like this landing spot though because Singletary's a guy he'll get most of the early work. But I'm thinking as the year goes on, we're gonna see more and more of James Cook. And for PPR leagues, he's gonna do quite well there. He'll be the checkdown guy. I think he'll catch probably around 40, maybe 50 balls there, somewhere in that range. And and I think he'll see more and more carries as the year goes on. With I don't think they're going to want to keep him off the field. I mean, he's got the skill set. I know he's on the smaller side, but he's got the skill set to potentially be to every down back. I don't expect that in year one, but for Dynasty, I really like it because he's just he's he's in a great offense and he's in, in the gene pool. I mean, he's got his younger brother of Dalvin Cook and. If he's anything like his brother, he's going to be a beast. And so I think there with Singletary not being anything special, it's not like he's got to go beat out a, an already established like stud veteran running back. He always has to beat out really is Devin Singletary because Duke Johnson was just on a one-year deal. I don't think they expect him to do much in Moss is, is garbage. So I like well, I get, well, I mean, I guess the thing for me is like, he was never really a thing in college. Like he couldn't even really beat out his teammates to get like all the reps. I mean, last yeah, well, year it's, it's Georgia though, man. Georgia's RBU. I mean, with they had Nick Chubb, Sody Michelle. I mean, so they are they they kill it with running backs. Uh, yeah, and they they run committees. That's how they do it over there. Yeah, and I mean, you look at a guy like Sony Michelle. I mean, he did all right, but you know he. Nick Chubb, I mean, that's a different story because, I mean, his values pretty much stayed the same ever since he's been in the league. But I think with him going to a run first, you know, team, I mean, that was really the reason why he is what he is. So I'm just, I'm really nervous about Cook. I mean, he's super efficient, you know. I, I mean, that's really what it's going to come down to. I mean, but no, not a lot of tread on the tires. But I mean, right, before right. this year, I mean, he never even had – he did. He's never even had forty until this year. He never had forty-six rushing attempts. In he's Antonio season. Gibson. Well, yeah, yeah, that's a but, good but point, Bogey. Antonio I mean, he, Gibson didn't do much in college yeah. as a runner. No. Look at him. Yeah, well, I mean, look at his receptions. I mean, this year he had twenty-seven receptions, two hundred eighty-four yards. Last year, sixteen receptions. The year before that, sixteen. The year yeah, before just, that, the thing with college stats. I mean. No, this is a James Cook. We're yeah, talking about. Yeah. I yeah, kinda, he's, he's not a load carrier at all. Well, yeah, I, I just like him, though, because he's a, I think he'll be a PPR specialist. I mean, hell, they were going to work him out as a wide receiver at the senior bowl, but he declined because I think he wanted to still be a running back or whatever for his draft purposes, which yeah. I'm not sure why I mean, receivers he's, now he's are getting right, drafted. He's, out for his hand. he's supposed to have, like, really good hands. Like, even though th those numbers you said, a 27 receptions, 16, Look at the targets he got. Like he was like he was like he he caught damn near everything that's thrown. Yeah, so like, yeah, you get with the college stats. It's like you kind of and they they the way they do college offenses a lot of times. It's just it's, is, it's, it's, they do things differently. But I think, I think his skill set's going to translate very well to the pro level, and he offers that. I, I'm with you. Floor. I'm with you. I, I, maybe not for fantasy purposes, but really. that's what we're talking about. We're breaking yeah. this down for fantasy like, purposes. I think he. I think he's definitely a guy that helps like a Josh Allen because like. You know, Josh Allen, he's going to lead that team in rushing. I, I'm still going to believe that. You know what I'm saying? Dude. I just like having those kind of guys to, to as depth. I like having, like, he's, I think he'll be kind of like he could be a, a J.D. McKissick, hopefully a better version of that. You know, somebody that hey, has a I mean, should they try to go after J.D.? 
right? They tried to right, go out right, to JD. Right, that's what I'm saying. They tried to go out to JD, didn't get him, and now they drafted James Cook, spent a pretty high pick on him. So they obviously had big plans for JD, the fact that they made him a priority. And so I think James mm-hmm. Cook in that spot is just, no, he's not going to be Brees Hall or Kenneth Walker, but I think he's a good depth piece to have. That could be a flex play with upside. I like you know, that. What, like, what um, up? Shout out to Peacock. Just took Cook at two oh one in uh, in a rookie draft, single QB, which I I honestly feel like I was I'll, just gonna say I think he, I think if you can get him in an early second round, you'd be happy because you know what I mean like the single QB ones like you know it's well like super even, flex it's easier or super flex even the ones with IDPs in it, it's like you'll be able to get these guys you know what I mean a little more value but it's like man single QB rookie drafts like but that's how value second round. Even Superflex, there's really only like three or four QBs that may get drafted in the top three rounds in these rookie drafts, you know, because I don't even know if Malik Willis is a first rounder, you know, anymore in 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 in, in a Superflex rookie draft. I don't know if he's a first. I, I tell you this much, man, this draft I did with the rookies in it, it, it made me so mad because everyone went rookie crazy, not knowing any landing spot. And it's like random people were celebrating during the draft. Like, oh, yeah, I got. You know, Sky Moore in the tenth or ninth round. Jeez. So happy now. Jeez. <laughs> and I'm like, damn, like, damn, TD. Why didn't you? Why didn't you get me in that league, bro? Like, <laughs> we would have been eaten. Oh. I mean, I love my team. Christian in there, Watson, man. the Green Bay, another good landing spot. Yeah, I yeah. think he got well, him in like the tenth so round. Oh, so let's get back on uh, on on James Cook real quick. Okay, for Dynasty. Single QB, I mean, I honestly don't think there's, I mean, much difference between a single QB and super draft or super flex, uh, super flex rookie draft of this year. One or two players is going to make a difference. But yeah, James Cook, second round, I'd be happy with that, you know, because even if he's in my taxi squad year one, but definitely not a first rounder for me. I wouldn't take him in the first round. That's I'll t- I might take him in the back of the first if I needed running back and like I, I can't trade back or, you know what I mean? I guess at number 12, you know, if I got the 112 and he's still there, I guess it depends on what wide receivers are still there also. Good point, because I'm, because that's who I would want to grab. I want these, I like these receivers. I like, they, they all have great landing spots. Like, you know what I mean? And Not you already all, know, and you already know why we got the 112, right? Championships. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty nice. You win a championship and then you come out with James Cook as your, as your first pick out the 112. When I feel a lot of these picks, like 110 and beyond, are a lot of crapshoots. Mm-hmm. All right, let's see. So a couple uh, – so what did we have? We had three three guys drafted in the third round here. What's this? Rashad White to the Bucks at 91. We talked about Ty Davis-Price to the 49ers, 93. Yeah. And then Brian Robinson to the Commanders, oh, 98. Man. Oh, man. That's just – man, why are they doing this, oh, man? I mean, like, I was changing Jim, diapers. I, did I miss uh Pierce? I missed Damian Pierce. No, no, no. We're still no, he's in the third. I, I'm, I'm caught up. Okay. Yeah. The, 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 let's go to my Niners real quick. That's Ignorant stupid. Thinkers podcast. What up, bro? It is. What up? up? Shout out to my man Dennis. Man, I think I'm going back to my Niners. It's just it's, it's a poor man's Trey Sermon lightweight. <laughs> yeah, it sucks, man. Even with Robinson, like some bruising. Robinson, I feel like it's just gonna. It's going to hurt Gibby because he's a little bit bigger back. You know, McKissick's going to steal the third down looks, and now they got Robinson to steal some goal line looks. So it's just, man, they just they don't believe in Gibby as an every-down guy, it doesn't seem like, which sucks because he's a guy that us dynasty of fantasy owners in general love to 
hype up, but I think it's just time to admit that Gibby's just, he's not an RB1. He's just not it. I still love Antonio Banderas, but, but you know what though? <laughs> not it's, as RB1. Going into 2021, I remember viewing him like, okay, I used to view him as that, that uh, second tier running back that could possibly get into that first tier. You know what I mean? Yeah, like you get what I'm saying, and now it's yeah, like yeah, no, he's, he's a mid range. His ceiling to me is like mid range RB two. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, it yeah. Sucks, he, man. he had so much potential. When you're okay with that, you love getting Gibson still because you're you're getting mm-hmm. him where you should, like you know, at a value, not in a second round. Because he finished as the RB twelve last year, but man, I mean, he had. I th- I feel like it was like eight games. I I, I think yeah. I looked this yeah, up. Yeah, per game basically sucked. Below below double digits, like that shit kind of sucks. But that's the running back landscape. That's why zero RB or you know just going later on RBs is getting more and more popular because a lot of guys aren't hitting in uh, in redraft leagues, and it kind of sucks. So none of these guys, I mean, for redraft leagues, I feel are really going to be relevant. I feel like all these guys are. If we're talking single QB, like I said, it doesn't even make a difference this year late second round you know mid third to mid third round i feel like these guys are going to be going all of them are going to get drafted for sure yeah i mean they're all they're all they're all values because you're going to get them all late except for outside of the james cook one you know what i mean yeah yeah white out of those three white's the one i like the best because i feel like he could end up passing up giovanni bernard is the third down back over there yeah they brought back geo yeah, they did. Yeah, Gio and right. Lenny, they let Rojo go. They brought back Gio you know, and Lenny. I knew that. I knew all that. I just didn't know they brought back Gio. You know Man, what? They did. So this hell could of, be a, a 1970s uh, porn star mustache. I'll tell you that. Rashad <laughs> White is is he is he RIP to Keyshawn? To O Keyshawn? Oh yeah, Keyshawn might not even make the, the final roster now. Here's the thing: is I don't like he said it. Do you know, is he more like a, like a pass catching back? Because Yeah, I think he's more of a pass catcher. Yeah, because then, then it's like he's like the Geo role, like you said. Because if anything happens to Fournette, then we see Keyshawn. That's that's my belief right now. Because I don't know anything about this white kid. So Rashad can run, too. He's got an all-around ability. I liked him. I remember in those rookie drafts I did with you, Huss, before the actual draft, I took white on a couple of teams. And I remember a lot of guys in our, on the panel were like, yeah, that was a good pick because he's got uh, – if they probably won't be good enough to be a three down back, but he's got three down ability. Okay, so he could be the incumbent from Leonard Fournette. Possibly, yeah. They spent a pretty high capital on him, so they must see yeah. see that in him that he yeah, might I have. Think three down got about two years is this season, and then probably that you could opt out with him. That's that's real. Yeah, so I like Rashad White a lot for Dynasty because if he if you didn't stash him these next couple years, then when Lenny's out the door, Rashad White might take over as the, the starter over there. Yeah. Rashad White. <laughs> All right. And I only I only went through the running backs through round four. I mean, five, six, and seven. You know, I mean, they're probably not even going to be drafted in your uh, dynasty leagues. But we got Damian Pierce going to the Texans at 107. And Peacock said, shoot me the link. I sent it to your, uh, to oh, your yeah. Instagram, bro. We got Zamir White going to the Raiders at 122. Yeah. Isaiah Spiller. Getting to the Chargers at 123. Pierre Strong going to the Pats at 127. And then Hassan Haskins going to the Titans at 131. Now, okay. I do like Damian Pierce going to the Texans. Me and Bogey have been talking about that. I know Peacock he even said it in there that he wanted Pierce. But yeah, so Damian Pierce going to eat in Houston. Hell oh, yeah. yeah. 
I feel like he, he dropped so low. There was just high expectations on this kid. And I know the combine was, I mean, he just didn't hit the metrics that some people wanted him to hit with the 40 and things like that. Finished just a little bit below. I mean, the talent's there. But, yeah, the fourth round slip, he could be relevant on the Texans, though. That's the only thing. That's the crazy thing. Fourth rounder. I want to hear Peacock's take on this one because I'm, I'm really interested in this kid. He probably has the third best landing spot. Yeah. Because the and path to being the RB1 on the Texans shouldn't be that hard at this point. I mean, return of the Mac, probably not. <laughs> right. You know what I mean? Yep, yep. And I also like the, uh, I, I don't say I'm like wild about it, but I kind of like the Isaiah Spiller landing spot from, from the standpoint of that, like with Eckler, you know, being that he's a smaller back, he's not a true workhorse he is a workhorse for fantasy purposes and you know be in ppr but for but for like for real life i like this filler fit he'll take the justin jackson role in a really good handcuff because if something would happen to eckler isaiah spiller i think could easily be a rb2 right definitely and i i feel like damian pierce like when we're talking about guys getting drafted i mean for redraft you know these guys probably aren't going to get drafted at all but it could be free agent darlings you know some uh, injuries happen things like that i feel like damian pierce i mean he may get drafted above in, in dynasty leagues may get drafted above all of the third round running backs that i just read off just because of the landing mm -hmm. spot yeah yeah for sure for sure and then uh man pierre strong I was, man, it's like, why the Patriots, bro? I love Pierre Strong. He had so much yeah. upside. Fastest running back in the class, hoping he could land somewhere with an easier path. But fucking Belichick, man. He's going he's gonna to waste away over there. Yeah, it's going to suck. I mean, he'll be someone that you can draft, you know, towards the end of your end of your drafts and just throw in your taxi squad and hope that something happens to where he can, you know, start cracking, uh, cracking the lineup and getting some snaps. But. Yep. And like, yeah, maybe the Ravens thing will happen. Maybe all three backs in front of him will get hurt. Hell, James White's already battling that hip thing. So I think he'll be able to – I will say this. I think he'll leapfrog James White pretty quickly as the third down back. So there is some PPR appeal with Pierre Strong. And if either Damian or Rahama, as we like to call him, Andre Stevenson, if one of them would happen to get hurt, then there, there could be a little something for Pierre. It's just – I just hate Belichick, man. I yeah. can't stand him. He is – he just, I mean, and I'm sure he can't stand us fantasy analysts. He probably thinks, I can't, well, then fuck you too, Bill. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking oh, Belichick. Yeah, yeah, bro, he is just such a, he, I think that's his stick, man. He's just, he's such a Scrooge, but he he does that on purpose. It's just, that's just his whole act. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's, to it's understand smart, Belichick, we have to it. understand the dark side. Exactly, yeah, he is the dark side. <laughs> I like, uh. Damn. I like there was a cool stat I read on that kid though. Strong is he had over ten touchdowns of fifty yard uh, plus. Yeah, he's explosive. He's the fastest yeah. back in the class. The fastest man in the world. Eat your heart <laughs> out, Raiders. You know what? Yeah, they be all crazy. the Patriots also drafted the fastest receiver in the class. The kid from Baylor. Getting some speed. You know what's crazy is uh, Pierre Strong is going to be like, you know, what Ramondre Stevenson was last year for the Patriots in the preseason. You know, the, the darling who's oh, just right. cracking off these big-ass TDs and all that shit. And he's like rarely going to get used this yeah. year. I mean, if, he's not, if he's not special teams, he won't even be active most weeks. Because yeah. That, yeah. That, that's, exactly. that's, 
I to try to understand Belichick, you have to look deep all everywhere with the running backs. You have yeah, to he redshirts really his rookies, man. He redshirted Damien the whole year. He was a healthy scratch the whole year. That his yeah, rookie that's year. Bullshit. Yeah, yeah, he's such a prick, bro. Like, because he doesn't play any special ready. teams, though. That's the thing, though. He didn't play no special teams. So yeah, you know I mean, like look at JJ Taylor. They had Brandon Bolden as them, and JJ Taylor wouldn't play no, Fuck no Brandon teams, Bolden. Bro. Well, at least he's out of there. Josh McDaniels yeah. stole him from Belichick. <laughs> Belichick is probably crying. He's yeah, like, because he's gonna play special teams. And Hell he, yeah, he could he could be Brandon a backup for forever. <laughs> he loves those guys, bro. Oh, he's oh, yeah. with those Brandon guys. Bolden got a few Super Bowls now that I think about it. Yeah, he did. Yeah, he's been like a Patriot lifer. He's just he's the Patriot way. Some guys. He was a rookie same year as James system. White. He was Damn. a he was a rookie same year as James White, but he and then both of them took the the, the special teams approach, and then but then James White got up uh, quick because they were they ran through Legarrette Blunt. That's uh, that yeah. And White did as good as the pass catcher. He became Brady's mm-hmm. checkdown guy. Yeah. And Peacock, he said Pierce is going uh, early second round in Dynasty. Oh, yep. Yeah, I, I shot you the I shot you the link, Peacock. Yep, I sent it to you also. He said he was heading home when he uh, oh, okay. was on this. Yeah, Ignorant Thinker said, I need one of those rookie RBs. I mean, shit, don't we all, bro? It's about getting them out of value, too, and not really jumping. Yeah. You know, because... So you got to wait on some of these guys. And, like, if, if you get them out of value, and they're just sitting on your bench, and then they, then they start getting, you know, they start getting it in, mixed into your lineup towards, like, week six, week seven. And, these you know, those are those guys that they come in, they're rookies. Because the rookies that start... I mean, they're they're fresh, I should say, because the rookies that start from day one, a lot of times they hit the rookie wall. Remember Kareem Hunt? Mm-hmm. By week ten, he gave. I mean, by week eight, he gave us five week five week stretch of like just of terrible shit. You know, what I mean? right. it was like what happened for the first eight weeks. You know, what I mean, and then he <laughs> yep. came back and finished strong. But the rookie wall is a real thing, and 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 rookie running backs. That's the formula to winning in fantasy, if you ask me. Like especially redraft, like you get those those guys that hit, like you know, like Aaron Jones. 2017, along with Kareem Hunt and, and, and you know what I mean? See, what was it? Who, who else was rookies that year? CMC, Fournette. Like, we haven't had a class like that in a while. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. I think a lot of people have been chasing, like myself, been chasing that class. You know what I mean? So we, we go high, we get high on these rookies. But I've learned you just got to get them at a value. Like, you know for I mean? re- just remember Clyde Edwards Hilaire and guys like that. Like, not everyone's Saquon or 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 Elliott. You know what I mean? Or Najee. Or Najee. Yeah. Yep. So for redraft, I'm probably not going to have any rookie running backs for redraft. I mean, the best strategy is like, let someone else draft them. I mean, Brees Hall and Kenneth Walker, they probably won't get dropped unless they get hurt. But let someone else draft them who's hyped on them and then they're going to drop them. And then when they drop them, you just get them as a free agent. It happened with Nick Chubb everywhere. When Nick Chubb was a rookie, he was drafted by everybody in redraft. And then he goes like six weeks or something, you know, not doing shit. And then he gets dropped everywhere. Yeah. And then they (laughs) trade away Carlos Hyde. And boom, Boom. just like that. Anyone who picks up Nick Chubb, instant playoff contender, probably a Super Bowl contender, Mm -hmm. and probably a Super Bowl winner in your Yeah, because see, that was a different case, too, because, like, you had Carlos Hyde to start week one, so people knew they had to wait. And then, like, and then it was a tease, because I think, like, week three that year, they played the Raiders, and he cracked off two 70-yarders. And he only had three touches that game. <laughs> yeah. Nobody started him. You did not start Nick. No, Chubb. everyone was yeah, pissed. No. 
And then people that. tried you the next week, and he was still just this guy that was getting like two or three, maybe five. Yeah, that was weird. I remember that shit. That made no sense. Like, why was Carlos Hyde starting over him? That's just man. These it coaches, was money. Man. It was money at that yeah, point. These they coaches are so stubborn, bro. And they, with yeah, the they, money, you gotta you gotta chase the money. It always is for you, the NFL. You know, in my, I wasn't playing. Di- oh, I wasn't in my own dynasty league yet. Cause I was, I was, I was co-managing our team with steamboat during that year, but the 2018, I was already uh, well off into my keeper league. And I remember drafting Nick Chubb because they had Todd Haley there and Todd Haley had, had Lev bell with the Steelers, like the, the, the prior four years to that. So I was like, Oh, I can't wait. And you know what I mean? I was like, I got to have all the Nick Chubb. And so even in redraft, I was holding on to him, bro. I was, I was one of the lucky ones. Like, I just kept holding on like I knew yeah, it. All the smart ones, if he held him, that's smart. I mean, you identified that before the herd. If you had him before they all rushed to pick him up, then that's kudos to you. Like those that – No, but see, that. I was the idiot holding on to him, though. You know what I mean? Well, no, you didn't say you weren't an idiot if you held on to it. It, <laughs> it was hard, though. It paid it off. Yeah, bro, because, listen, there's no way anyone knows they're going to trade away Carlos Hyde. You know what I mean? I played, like, eight, I played in eight redraft leagues that year. He was drafted in all eight redraft leagues and then dropped in all eight redraft leagues within two <laughs> weeks of the Carlos Hyde news. And I just started working from home. And I remember, like, I saw that shit and I was like, oh, shit, this is not a drill. I went and picked him up <laughs> in every league. I got so many text messages. One of my friends was a teacher out of middle school. He was like, you son of a bitch. He was like, I literally <laughs> stopped class. To fucking go pick him up. <laughs> That's hilarious, bro. <laughs> you just got to be on your shit, though, you know, when it comes to that kind of strategy. Because, yeah, I mean, any league that, you know, a running back becomes relevant in, in redraft, he's going to be gone within the hour. Yeah, so. so, yeah, I'm too busy for that. I try and build my teams up with good depth and all that because I'm, I'm too busy to, have to to get those guys. I never get that quick. Usually, and I, I, I play in such like... competitive leagues with Sharks to where, like, they're on that shit, and I'm just like, Whatever, bro. My team's I mean, already there's stacked. A way, there's, a way to min- there's a way to minimize that if you just put the if you let the waivers run every day, and then you right. put and you, but you got to play with Fab that way. You know yeah, I mean? yeah, that, yeah, yeah. That's I, I prefer that version. I like Fab. Fab is it, it just it makes it uh, where you gotta... I, I like and hate it because like <laughs> I'm the type of guy I'll I'll, I'll spend like ten bucks on a, on a motherfucker and then next week I'll be afraid to drop him. <laughs> <laughs> or you, you are like in my league where you ran out of Fab after like a month. <laughs> But then you know what's funny is that like, because of that I had to play sharper and I still got to, I got to the dance though. Yeah, you made the dance. I gotta give you credit. Yeah, we both yeah. made we both redeemed ourselves. We we struggled the first year because that's all. It's twelve savages in that league, and then we uh, this year we were bounced back. And my thoughts for dynasty, it's always got to be fab. I mean, but you're not gonna get like you know crazy running backs, you know, or nothing like that. I mean, it'll be a lot of weird situations on who you're gonna be able to get. But for redraft, unless it's a really really deep league, I mean, if it's just a normal like twelve team league, I mean, that should be the standard. I know probably ten is more the average. I just feel like it should still just be on the rolling waivers and first come first serve. You know, after the the week starts, you know, and uh, on Wednesday, because for redraft, everything is all about right now, anyways. Are you ready, Jerry? I'm ready. Just want to make sure you're ready, brother. Show me the money. Oh, you didn't know? Every day I'm hustling. Every day I'm hustling. Every day I'm hustling. You put my shoes on, you, you wouldn't last a mile. Summertime, when it's time, when it grind, yeah, I got the ring. I'm the champ. I'm the genie of the lamp. This is the gift I was given, so I just live by my hustle. 
make sense, but don't make a profit. So I hustle, ladies and homies. Make money, make money, money, money. <laughs> Okay, let's go smoke that joint. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.